Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. So I hope that you'll stay with us today as we get into getting to neutral from anxiety panic. It'll be an interesting topic because getting to neutral can really change everything. Now getting to neutral from anxiety panic. What are we talking about here? Getting to neutral. One of the things I talk about a lot is staying out of black and white thinking because it uh, really ramps up our anxiety to think that things have to be absolutely one way or another. Everything is either right or wrong. It really serves us to be able to get to the middle path or to get to neutral, as I like to call it, and see everything a little bit more objectively getting to neutral, looking at things without judgment. It is the judgment and the black and white thinking that can really take us down a path to more anxiety. And what we find when we look at the psychology writings is that there's a lot of things that want to move you to positive thinking and then changing your thoughts, right? Um, let's see, replacing perhaps a negative thought or an anxious thought with something more positive or something that may move you into a positive direction. And many of those modalities in self-help, the self-help and psychology writings, you know, they teach anxious and depressed sufferers to do that, to change the negative thinking into positive thinking in a myriad of different ways. Now, one of the things that I've seen over the years is um, not only does this not work all the time, but it actually can backfire for many people. What I mean by that is it causes a new set of challenges and new intrusive thinking. We all know that You know, even listening to music, you can get stuck with something in your head, right? And even if it's a favorite tune or something from your past that you used to really love, that even if that goes round and round and round in your head, that beautiful song is no longer beautiful. It turns sour once we can't get it out of our heads. And that's the same with our thoughts. So we want to not go so much to just replace something, um, but to actually look just a little bit deeper. And we also know that trying to replace our thoughts or replacing, let's use the song. We know that trying to replace one song with another 
only works as long as you are focusing intently on the new song, on the new thing that you're trying to put in there. And that actually is a struggle. And what happens with struggle with people with anxiety? When you are struggling, your body registers that as danger. When we're resisting, when we're struggling, it can seem so benign. But what we're looking for when we have anxiety, what we're looking for to clear it are as many times during the day that we can have where we are not adding fuel to the fire of our sympathetic nervous system, right? Our fight or flight response. We don't want to be adding any more fuel to that fire. It burns quite well on its own. And what we're trying to do is to let it die down a little bit by stimulating the, the relaxation response, which is stimulating our parasympathetic nervous system. So what we really want to be trying to do is stay out of struggle, inner struggle. We can handle things that are outside and happening right in front of us, but struggling with our thoughts, struggling with beliefs, and um, when we can stay out of that, that fire that has been burning so intently with anxiety panic starts to go down. You know, you can be down to embers and feeling pretty good, and then something may come in. And And if it's outside of you and something that you can handle normally, that's all right, because we handle it, we deal with it, and we kind of burn off, we shake it off, we're okay. But if you have excess thinking that's going on, that is feeling stressful, that is feeling like a struggle, that's registering as dangerous to your mind body, and it's like throwing gasoline on those embers. We're going to start flaring up again. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So it's really not the thought. So this is where I'm going to talk about not needing to um, particularly replace negative with positive, going from black to white or white to black. 
Because it's not particularly the thought, the negative or positive thought, but it is our attachment to it that is causing the anxiety to continue. So an attachment to a positive thought or to a positive way of being or needing to do something that's positive, the attachment to that is stressful. And again, that can ignite more anxious feelings and ignite that uh, stress response. We want to stay out of that. So remember, we don't want to be attached. We want to get a little bit more neutral. We want to get to that place of the middle way. This becomes a battle of fixing and controlling because we think, let's use the song again, we have to fix it. We have to get that negative tune out of our head so we have to replace it with a positive one. That's fixing. We want to control it. And that battle looks like danger to our mind-body. This begins, or actually it continues, the cycle of fear adrenaline, fear. And you've heard us talk about that over and over again in these podcasts. Fear feeds our body to release more stress hormones, more adrenaline, cortisol. And then when we have those feelings, we feel more afraid of things because that feeling in our body makes us want to run from the tiger, Well, there isn't a tiger. It's a thought that caused it, perhaps. And so we need to look at it more clearly. We want to end this cycle of fear, adrenaline, fear. We wonder if that thought is uh, not right and that we have to fix it. This song stuck in my head is not right. I need to replace it. I need to fix it. I need to do something. And that is a big strain and a big struggle trying to fix things, trying to make things, quote, right. It's a big strain and a big struggle. And that strain and struggle represents possible danger to our nervous system. Now, depending on how sensitized we are, this can keep us in an underlying state of anxiety all day long. And I know that some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a terrible feeling of scanning the horizon because you're already feeling like something's off, something's not right, and I've got to spot what it is, and I need to change this negative feeling into a positive one. So I need to eliminate whatever it is that's causing it. So I'm scanning the horizon all the time, or I'm going through my day wondering what caused me to feel like this, going through the past. So what are we supposed to do if if replacing the negative with a positive is, is not really the answer because it doesn't always work and sometimes it backfires to the point where it's actually causing you more stress, more strain. So what are we going to do? I've got some ideas here and so I hope you'll take note of these and try them out for yourself. And I'd love if you wanted to Uh, Send an email, let us know how some of these ideas are working for you, or go to the big Facebook group and jump in there, uh, Anxiety Relief on uh, Facebook there, and join our group and tell us us what's working for you and what's not. You can go right under where this uh, episode is posted and talk about it. All right, let's look at some of these. I've got six ideas listed here that I wanted to discuss with you today. The first one is, 
Let go of the notion that you need to replace the negative thought with a positive one. Let's just drop that. Let's not think that we have to fix things, that we need to put band-aids on things. Let's just drop the notion of replacing a negative thought with a positive one. Number two, remember that your thoughts are not all helpful. They're not all useful. And many times they're not even true. We think thoughts. That is what the mind does. We talk about that a lot here and it it begs to be repeated because it is through repetition that we stop needing to continually wonder about it. It's like, maybe I'm just going to try that. Maybe I'm just going to remember that my thoughts are not always helpful. They're not useful and they may not even be true. So don't give them so much energy. Number three, use mindfulness. And what I mean by mindfulness is seeing what is. See what is right in front of you. That's so important. That's putting us in the present moment, which is exactly what mindfulness is. Being aware of the present moment. And that will allow the thought, the difficult thought that you're having, the negative thought that you're having that you thought you had to replace, you can simply let it be there without a need to have it be any different than it already is. So you just let it be what it is. Don't need to change it. Don't need to fix it. No emergency. Just let it be. It really isn't doing anything, especially if a if a thought isn't always helpful, useful, or true, just, just let it be there. It's not hurting anything. It's only a thought. Number four that I've written down here for you is to remember that our best tool in this situation of negative thoughts, of trying to get fixing the negative thoughts, trying to get intrusive thoughts to go away. How can I make them go away? Remember, the best tool in this situation is non-judgment. It's okay to have random thoughts. It's okay that a thought keeps coming back and we're labeling it as an intrusive thought. It's a thought that we can't even believe we're having. Let it be. The more we can carry non-judgment around this kind of thinking, the less powerful that those thoughts become. Number five, use the mountain and the clouds imagery to let those thoughts pass by, just as clouds passing by a beautiful, majestic mountain. And if you are listening to these in order, that <laughs> you'll know that I'm talking about episode 250, where I led you through the mountain meditation. Use that imagery. And the nice thing is the more you do that meditation, the more quickly and easily and effortlessly that imagery will come to you of when thoughts are coming and coming and coming, which they do, you can see them as clouds passing by that majestic mountain or weather on that mountain. Maybe it's storming and sleeting on that beautiful majestic mountain. The mountain doesn't care. It just is there and the clouds pass by 
the weather passes by, and that's what your thoughts will do too. Number six, this is important. I want you to have compassion for your mind because your mind is a thought-producing machine. It's what it does. The mind makes thoughts, and it's just doing what minds do, making thoughts. And that takes us right back to where we are remembering that we want to not have judgment about that, right? Takes us back to number four. No judgment on it. Have compassion for your mind. Have compassion for yourself. That this is just what it is right now. And although it may be uncomfortable, it may not be a thought that you like, it may not be a thought that you would ever act on, and so in that way it feels uncomfortable or disquieting. Remember, they're just thoughts. And discomfort does not mean danger. We get very confused with that. As soon as we get uncomfortable, we think that there means that there is danger. So just let things be. Experiment with this. See how it feels to do these things. To first let go of the notion that you need to replace the negative thought with a positive one. Number two, remember that all of us have thoughts and all of them are not helpful, useful, or even always true. Number three, use your mindfulness See what is and allow the thought to simply be there without a need to have it be any different than it already is. Number four, remember that our best tool in this situation is non-judgment. It's okay to have random thoughts. No need to judge it. Number five, use the mountain and the cloud imagery from the mountain meditation on episode 250. And let those thoughts pass you by, just as the clouds pass by a beautiful, majestic mountain. And number six, have compassion for yourself and your mind, as it is your mind is a thought-producing machine, just doing what minds do, making thoughts. I hope that this has been helpful for you. I get a lot of questions about this. So if you want to send us any of your questions, Like I said, the email is anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Send us a question. We would love to answer it on the show. You can also go to the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and see on the right-hand side, it says leave a voicemail. You can leave us an audio that we will play on the show. We love to do that for you, too. All right, now today's quote, healing requires recalibration, which is the careful process of bringing things back into scale, a place of neutrality. Successful coping and healing brings you back from the edge of the abyss and helps you get your feet onto more firm ground from where you can see into the chasm but have removed the danger of falling into it. And that's from Michelle Rosenthal. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.